People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. Hello, now the devil are you all? Yeah, welcome to another show. So what are we talking about today? So what are we talking about? We are talking about uh, Hampton Court. So, I mean, I'm assuming you know what Hampton Court is. Um, I'm assuming most people have probably heard of it. Assume I know nothing. Assume you know nothing. Yeah. Right. So it's always a safe bet. Yeah, it probably is, to be fair with you, isn't it? Um, so Hampton Court, I mean, if for those of you who have heard of it, you probably know it as Henry VIII's Palace. Okay, so Hampton Court Palace... Um, it's quite famous. It's on it's on the Thames. It's a beautiful building. It's 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 absolutely huge. And I actually have a a round that goes round to round it. It's called Thames Ditton. Is the area, and it, it's beautiful. Um, but there are quite a lot of stories about ghosts in Hampton Court. Now, there's quite a lot of video footage as well. So there are there is video footage out there of shadows I've and ghosts of, I've seen of yeah so we're I mean obviously these that's can be that's the one that's where that um, ghost opens the fire doors isn't it yeah that's Hampton Court yeah so it's there's a lot of things that are a bit strange but I thought being a historian I'd go back a little bit and just talk a, a little bit about the history of the place before we go into it so Hampton Court Palace was built by Cardinal Thomas Wolsey in 1514 and in 1528, the property was acquired by King Henry VIII. When we say acquired, he chopped okay. chopped his head off yeah. <laughs> and took it. So uh, standard, yeah. I mean that that was Henry VIII's uh, mo the whole way around. Um, but he lived there over his throughout his reign with all of his six wives. Okay, so there is a tie there with that. In the early 16th century, the pal- the palace was expanded and renovated to fit to be fit for a king it was a it was built in quite a nice way but you know it just wasn't that royal so he put the little bit of extras into it and uh, um, fitted it with a new gardens banquet halls uh, more private apartments things like that now the palace itself has 1390 rooms why anyone needs that many rooms is beyond me but anyway that's rooms in total not just bedrooms yeah, I would assume that's rooms yeah. in total. But I mean, even so, I mean, once you get 1300. past, once you get past living room, dining room, kitchen, that be like that bridge at the Golden Gate, where by the time you get to the one end of it, they've got to they've start got painting. To go, it yeah. Again, yeah, it just seems a little bit over the top for me. The but, army of, of maids, and they wonder why people don't like the rock. <laughs> fucking idiot! <laughs> I'm gonna have to take that. Out. You can take that out, can't you? You're gonna take that out now, are you? Just gonna. <laughs> Um, they, I mean, we wonder why people don't like the royals when they have 1,300 rooms in a house. But anyway, um, so it's in, well, it says here it's in East Mosley, but it's not. It's in Thames Ditton, um, which is Surrey. It's just about an hour outside of London. It's on the Thames. It's, like I said, it's quite a nice area. Uh, many royals have occupied Hampton Court over the years. So Henry VIII was there, William III, Mary II, George I, 
George the Second. Okay, uh, George the First being the first um, king that was not actually from England. He was the first German king. Then George first the, of many. Yeah. So uh, George Second was the the last monarch uh, to use the palace as a royal residence. Okay. So after that, they moved to Buckingham Palace um, and Windsor Castle. Beginning in 1737, Hampton Court became a site for Grace and Favour, um, which is a historical group that look after the palaces. Um, these residents were mostly aristocrats and their wives who were in need of free accommodation in return for servicing for the king. So it became basically like um, a nobleman's palace, but people who were going to look after it and keep it in good stead. Um, people were granted apartments at Hampton Court up until the 1960s. So it was, it's been used quite a lot. And these stories that come out are, you know, there's a lot of them. Elderly residents still reside in some of the apartments even today. So they still have people living there. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming nowadays they're probably from somewhere like Heritage England. They're there just to look after the palace and, and make sure that... Well, you'd be able to go around it, will you? You can now, Touristy yeah. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, in 1838, Queen Victoria opened the property to visitors. Okay, so she, she made it a public spectacle. And this paved the way for what Hampton Court Palace is today. A destination for visitors and tourists from all over the world to come and marvel at its architecture... It's impressive art collection and it's very eerie past. So why is Hampton Court eerie? Well, Henry VIII's third wife, Jane Seymour, actually died inside the palace 12 days after giving birth to her son, Edward, in 1537. She is said to still appear in the court on his birthday. So when, and I'm not sure the exact date of that, but when it's Edward's birthday she is said to appear in Hampton Court. According to Historic Royal Palaces, a charity that manages Hampton Court, Jane Seymour has been spotted carrying a lit candle on on the silver stick stairs. So the staircase is located close by the room where Jane Seymour gave birth to Prince Edward and exactly the same room where she died soon after. Edward would go on to become king at the age of nine and he died at 15. So he wasn't king for very long. And she is probably the most famous person that's died there. There is also an apparition known as the Grey Lady that has been reportedly seen many times over the the last few years. Um, Well, going back to the Victorian era, but more recently, um, I believe there was actually a video of, um, I think it was 2003, there was a video, and you can get it on YouTube, where someone's just videoing the the front of the palace and you can see in one of these rooms there is a like a woman figure there and uh, clearly in in older style clothing and it goes back to um to me that goes back to that thing you put up on on Facebook and for those of you who are on the group you'd have seen it that picture of um a couple nowadays and a couple in Victorian clothes yep. and it says which one's a ghosts. They're, they're both, they're both ghosts, yeah. but which one are you gonna notice? And it is, it goes back to that if there could be ghosts all over the place, yeah. but in this yeah, particular yeah, yeah. In this particular place you're gonna notice them because they're wearing Tudor clothing. Ghosts are ghosts I mean like say people see ghosts of vehicles, for instance, you now there's a famous London bus Mm. Go sighting stuff like that it was meant to be shell during the blitz, and you know, 
again, it's out of place. And the only reason it, that's out of place and people recognise it as being out of place because it's going down a road that's not a road anymore. Yeah. Otherwise, if it was on the streets, it'd just be a bus. Yeah. It's one of those things, isn't it? So, um, so the grey lady is believed to be a woman called Sybil Penn. She was a former servant at the palace. Oh, who, Sybil, yeah. Yeah, she served as a nurse to both Edward and the young Queen Elizabeth I. Uh, while nursing Elizabeth I back to health, she suffered from smallpox, um, and Penn is believed to have caught the disease and died. Um, and again, she died in the palace. So obviously, she's not as not as famous as Henry VIII's wife. There's another one, another ghost in the palace as well, apparently, um, and this is Catherine Howard. So this is the fifth wife of Henry VIII. Now, um, she, he never really wanted to marry her. Um, if if you anyone who wants to know about Henry VIII, I did an episode on on this week in history. Go over and listen to that. But um, she was she, she was like the wife that he didn't really want. He he had to almost had to secure her. Yeah, a, I've had one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I I haven't. You're so lucky she didn't listen to this. <laughs> She'd have your bollocks. Um, but. Catherine was accused of adultery and treason, and she was arrested at Hampton Court in 1541. Um, she managed to escape the guards and ran through a hall screaming for the king to be compassionate, mm. which really... Yeah, not going yeah, no, That wasn't his not one of his uh, no. traits. No. Um, uh, she was apprehended, again, and ultimately executed at the Tower of London. Um, but visitors have reported hearing her screams in the hallway... Um, which is now known as the Haunted Gallery. So why? Because so, obviously the Tower of London's haunted as well. But why would she haunt that place and not that place? Well, I mean, I, from according to this, they're they're almost saying that she's not spotted. It's the screams that are oh, that that eerie screaming, so that emotional state she was in yeah. before she even died. Then yeah, yeah. So it's just a basically a time clip that's Makes just sense, yeah. stayed there. Um, Stone tape theory. Yeah. So um, there's also a report of an elderly woman uh, banging on the walls of her apartment um, before human remains were discovered discovered nearby in a shallow grave. Mm. So according to, again, historic royal palaces, uh, the graves were found in 1871 during a routine excavation um, of a cloister found in the fountain's court, uh, the court, in the fountain court. I'll put my teeth in. We'll actually get something done. Basically, in the courtyard now, there used to be a church. Yeah. So... That's probably what was on the grounds before the... Yeah. So, they, I mean, that, that again, they didn't know that these bones were there. And, obviously, they've put two and two together and, and come up with that. And um, the bodies were believed to belong to two men who were killed during the Civil War in the 17th century. Uh, and they were properly buried... And the disturbances have now stopped. What I find strange about that is they say they heard a woman banging on the walls, but yet they found bodies of two men. So I don't really know how that one works, but obviously now they've buried these bones properly. Um, that, that's now uh, stopped it. Yeah, it's now stopped that it. Normally so. is the case. Yeah, it's uh, the, the spirit is, is un- uneased. What they call it? When they put bones back in the ground? I don't know. Not sure, not sure. They had to dig all them bones up on Angel Street Park because mm. it was flooded and all the bones were coming up from the old graveyard. I didn't the know old that. The used to go down there, yeah. 
Didn't know that. To re, re, that to move them to actually uh, consecrated ground, isn't it? Mm. So, yeah, re-interred, I think it's called. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, this, this part, it was 2003, I was right, but it's 2003, security staff were disturbed to see a ghostly figure on the building CCTV. The spooky video showed what appeared to be a ghost opening the fire exit door. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's what you said. And, but the thing is, if you if you look at that video, it don't look like um, it to me. It looks like a pirate, right? It, I don't I don't know if you've seen the video. I yeah, I have, yeah, I've seen it. It looks like a pirate to me. Right. Okay. I I mean, I just I got the impression that it was just old fashioned. It is old fashioned gear, right? but but I don't know. It just strikes me as. And when you think the the palace was, it was around from the 1500s, but it, it was it was definitely used up until sort it of. It wouldn't the, have been a place frequented by pirates. It's not like Devon or that, is it? But no, but it is but on the Thames. It, it probably just is an old guy. But when I when I remember seeing the pictures of it as a, a kid, I remember thinking that he looked like a pirate. That was all. Yeah, yeah it could be like uh, Blackbeard or some shit. Blackbeard, yeah. I'm not sure he'd he'd be coming to Hampton Court, but yeah, no, no, but um. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the old Tudor Guard uniform was. I mean, it could be very similar, to be fair. I'll pull it up in a minute. Yeah, yeah, get it up. We'll have a look. Um, oh, why? <laughs> fuck it up. <laughs> Lost complete train of thought now, Lee. Um, so no one has come forward yet to say it was a prank. So we don't know mm. whether, it's, whether it's real or not. Because it is, I mean, people, if we can find the footage, I'll put it on facebook for people to have a look at but it is like it's not like a shadow or it, i mean it's a it's a it looks like a like as real as you or me which again is not out the realms of possibility for a ghost but it just looks like a bloke opening fire doors yeah dressed as a you know and i don't know if they have people dressed as the old time you know like is it Beesham or wherever you go where it's where you go there and they they cook in the old fashioned way and they're dressed in the old garb and they, they show you Adam H stuff and that but they all everyone that's there is an actor and plays the part of someone that lived in like the Victorian age or whatever it is I can't yeah. remember what that I can't remember what, is it Beesham it's, it's a village isn't it in, in York, Birmingham yeah. there's one no. in Birmingham as well that does it I'm sure it's in Yorkshire but you go there and everyone that's at the place lives in the old style so when you go there they're all actors they all do the voice everything. So I tried if there was to do some that. of them at Hampton Court, could it be one of them? Is what I'm saying. Potentially, but like, I think, like I said, they they said no one's come forward. No, they've dubbed the ghost Skeletor. That's what his name is. Skeletor. Yeah, but he's, he doesn't like a skeleton for me. No, um, I mean it's definitely, definitely a strange one though. Um, they're saying on on one occasion a female form dressed in white was seen floating down the haunted gallery towards the door of the royal pew. As it reaches it, she was said to sort of double back. Um, and when she came back, um, the observer said that she had a, a ghastly look on her face um, and her garments had been torn to shreds. So, again, I, I would say that goes back to that Catherine Parr. It's the same area. It's that haunted gallery. Um, and it, the fact that it's, she's been spotted. So I, I, I thought it was just the scream, but uh, there has been... Um, a spotting, but I mean, this was back in 1897 that this was reported. So, I mean, obviously there was no special effects there. Um, but there have been a few. I mean, according to palace officials, during 
two separate evening tours. So they do ghost tours around Hampton Court Palace as well, which would be awesome. I'd love to do one of those. In fact, next time I'm in um, Thames Ditton, I might see if I can just go and do one. That sounds sounds awesome. But uh, this was in 1999, so it's a little bit more credible. Two female visitors fainted on the same spot in the haunted gallery one hour apart. Both women reported feeling frightened and uncomfortable and one so much she refused to join the rest of the tour. Mm. Other visitors have contacted um, different pe- uh, different like sources um, and reported feeling a presence in the gallery, feeling a sudden drop in temperature, having their hair pulled. Um, one gentleman even felt um, hands grab him around the neck. This is all in this haunted gallery. So this is... This is obviously Catherine Parr. So I'm assuming the reason she doesn't haunt the Tower of London, which I I think is now reading some some of these other accounts, I would say is more likely that she haunts Hampton Court because that was where she last had a real experience. Yeah, I mean, she yeah, would have been. Yeah, it's where she got the emotional connection. Yeah, yeah she. That's why been... ghosts don't haunt graveyards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she she had because I I always say like uh, if you if she was going to go investigate ghosts, you know, seriously looking for ghosts, you wouldn't go to a graveyard. You'd go to the hospital, mm. you know, because that's where they died. But it don't always follow that. Just because you died in this particular spot, that's where you'll you'll necessarily haunt. You know, like get people. Um, the, the the granddad dies or whatever, and he's seen at the foot of their bed. Yeah. You know, that sort of shit. And then they wake up in the morning and go, I had a really weird dream. You know, granddad was at the bed of it saying, you know, don't eat all my apples or whatever. And, and then he says, got some bad news for you. Granddad died last night. That sort of shit. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. So it's not where he died, but it's where he just... Where his emotions comes are. Comes back to. Yeah. So I maybe mean, that's more, more to do with us than them. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I would say with this one, I mean, this, to what me... About, what about Churchill? Bit off topic. Well, not really, because that's <laughs> it's a similar thing. Like when Churchill was staying at the the White House, yeah, and he used to on a night time. Churchill used to like to have a long bath, long hot bath, and uh, is that know, in women's knickers or? Oh well, no, <laughs> uh, with a cigar on the go and all that. And he said to her, jumped out of the bath, uh, walked into the adjoining room, and he was startled to see a man stood by the fireplace, lent on the mantelpiece. And it was uh, Abraham Lincoln. And Churchill's mentor said to him, Sir, you have me at a disadvantage. Because he was naked. Apart from his cigar. And then at which point, Lincoln sort of smiled at him. And uh, Churchill looked back like embarrassingly. Well, with an embarrassed look in his face, you know. And then, yeah, Lincoln faded away. Wow. I've not heard that story. That's amazing. Yeah. That would be so. That that's. I mean, and especially. I'm, I'm assuming that's come from Churchill himself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a pretty credible source. That's not one of these whack jobs that's seen it. This is. Well, I think it came from. If I remember rightly, it came from one. It came from one of his uh, advisors. Or yeah. So yeah, he told someone, to, and yeah, don't tell anyone. This make me sound crazy. I don't know if he said don't tell anybody, but yeah. I, I mean, I think I think there's a lot of ghosts seen in the White House, so it's not. Uncommon. For I can, yeah, I can believe that. I mean, we burnt it down in 1812 and probably killed a few people. So <laughs> just remember that, America. Um, but <clears throat> I mean, this ghost, these ghosts that have obviously been haunting Hampton Court. I mean, they. I mean, to me, that 
the haunted area that or that they call the, the haunted hall and and this area of of the palace is now shut off so they now don't go there they they don't take people there on the tours um too much stuff is happening in those areas for them to even allow the public back so to me that says exactly to me that almost proves it uh, you get these skeptics and to me there's there's no reason for them to shut off part of a tour unless there you know unless there's a reason for it and and to me this reason has got to be that uh, it actually it actually is haunted and there is actually apparitions there that are causing people harm and distress so i mean they they speculate as to to why these ghosts are here um, yeah, so i'll just show you the footage of that, that ghost Mm. I'm just looking at it now. Yeah, you can see that it's it's sort of I don't know. It's I interesting. Mean, I wouldn't. Cause... I mean, I would say that's um, it's a long, almost like trench coat type mm. thing that it's wearing. Um, it's obviously got some sort of long hair. Um, what do you call it? Around the edge. Yeah, like a like a trim. Yeah, almost like. Um, if you was to draw a king, you would draw it with you draw his his trench or his long coat with a fur lining. Yeah, that you? sort of that thing. Sort it's of got a... that sort of thing. But interestingly, in that footage, I don't know if you picked up on it, but the the, the sort of doors fly open and he's pulled. and then he appears, sort of thing. It's almost like he was, if it was a person, he was almost too far back to have opened the doors. Yeah, himself. It's almost like they they were. I would say that's pretty close to being being real. Um, yeah, I mean, like I say, no one's come forward to say it was a hoax. So yeah, again, they, I'll, I'll put it on the Facebook. Yeah, put it on the group. So if anyone's not not seen it, it's uh, definitely an interesting one. And, and I, I get the, I get the pirate thing, but I, to me, that looks more like um, I would say that looks more like a nobleman. Yeah, um, that type of quite a quite a posh dress. Um, hair looks a bit scruffy, so maybe it's a, a nobleman who died in bed or you know something like that and um their last actions on the earth were uh they weren't in their best attire maybe i presume that those doors wouldn't have been there no probably well, not i wouldn't, wouldn't have been, there, wouldn't yeah. have been no, no they were fine there might have been a door there's what i mean not yeah that, yeah not the fire <laughs> just doors, those I mean. uh those push button fire yeah. doors remember that... the eighth was big on safety yeah <laughs> <laughs> can I have some fire doors put in there just in yeah, case just in case yeah they were. Bet the Queen wish she'd done that at Windsor, hadn't she? But, uh, I wish she had. I'd say the taxpayers a few fucking quid. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I mean, that, that's that's the main stories that come out of Hampton Court, and you you do get. Um, I mean, you can go onto Reddit and things like that, and you can see um, loads of little stories. Of people saying, "Oh, you know, I felt a chill down my spine. I, you know, it makes your hair stand on end going around there and things like that." So there's definitely something there. Um, so for those of you who uh, are near Hampton Court or those of you who are ever planning a trip to, to London, if you're into that sort of thing, Hampton Court's probably a, probably a good shout to, to go and have a look at. Um, not only that, it is actually a, a unbelievably wonderful building. It's It's got a, the huge driveway up the front. Obviously, it wasn't a driveway. It would have been a carriageway then, but the huge carriageway up the front is, is, a, is, is magnificent. And then... 
the surrounding areas, the gardens. It's even got a maze. There's a Hampton Court maze, um, which again, there's another. There's there are stories that come out of people hearing footsteps in the in the maze. You know, they're almost like they're being chased. Um, and that maze was was put in it around the 1700s. So this wasn't around Henry VIII's time. But again, like you said, ghosts don't tend to stay in there where they died they can go back to any any point in their in their life so people running around the maze i don't know i'm not sure about that one it could be that would be pretty good though wouldn't it if he was in the maze and then a ghost appeared yeah i don't know what you you... are kind of trapped at that point yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, there's not there's There's not not many places you can go in a maze no not really um so yeah so that's uh that is hampton court so uh what what do you what do you think in regards to that? Well, I think um, I mean these old buildings typically are haunted, aren't they? I mean, mm. there's not many where they're not. So again, we go back to the old stone tape theory, don't you? But I don't, I don't see why not. If if ghosts are a thing, which they seem to be, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm the same. I'm, I'm on that, on that feeling that they, they probably are. It'd be nice to know how frequent stuff was. Yeah, though. you know, like, oh, this happens once every six months or once every. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. Or does it happen most nights? Yeah, like know? specifically Jane Seymour's scene on Edward's you, birthday. You say, well, I'd like to go investigate it, but how often does it happen realistically? Yeah, yeah, you've got to go on the right day. Or... Yeah, but no, I mean. Again, is it one of those things that um, happens to people, only the people who who believe? You know, I mean, you get sceptics. Well, I would say a place like that nowadays will have, I mean, security, when it comes to cameras and things like that, and nowadays you've got the fucking ring doorbell, which does audio as well as the Mm -hmm. visual aspect. So with stuff like that, I would say uh, a place like that, you would expect to be cameraed up. Oh yeah, especially if you're getting people, members of the public yeah, going around there, and that sort of stuff. So, um, I would, you know, you would like to think that if this stuff is still ongoing, it will be picked up at some point mm. on those things. It probably has been. Again, they might even be under. Uh, I think maybe once they released that in 2003, there was that much of a, you know, we can't be can't be releasing shit like this. That's. I mean, that's a possibility. Yeah, well, that is always a possibility. But if they're selling ghost tours, there, I don't know if they're selling. I think I don't they know do. if they're selling ghost tours or just tours. No, 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 both. they do. No, they do. They do do um, the the ghost tours. Oh, there you go. Um, I mean, so if they, they catch your stuff like that, then it'll be a... Uh, yeah, be a selling point, boost wouldn't it? Boost to the tour, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like I said, it's not... I'd love to do one of those ghost tours. I mean, they do one in, in York as well. Um, York City Ghost Tour. But that might be. To me, that seems like a lot of walking. My dad did um, the Jack the Ripper one, um, but... That's, again, it's a lot of walking. It just doesn't really doesn't bode well for me walking. It's too much exercise. Maybe if they give me a mobility scooter, I'll <laughs> I'll go and do it. Um, but no, I'm I'm joking. But I mean, they do. Um, Edinburgh Vaults is is another one where they do ghost tours, and that that's supposed to be quite haunted. And that's uh, Edinburgh City um, has got like an underground map almost of of an it had an underground city at a certain point in history where people just were sent to live down there. And uh, obviously it was it became 
well, it, it became a, a death trap for a lot of people, and and it's supposed to be very, very haunted. Uh, have you ever heard of Edinburgh Vaults? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's something. I mean, that I'd love to do that as a tour. We were in Edinburgh oh, last year. Yeah. yeah, we were in Edinburgh last year, and I said to the missus we should go and do it. Um, which she was like, "Well, I'm not sure." And we had the kids with us, and she thought, "Thought, no, we won't. We won't be doing that." But, um. That would have been. I'd have, I'd have found that quite interesting. I might go and do the York one. That's supposed to be, be quite good. Obviously, York's famous for people like Guy Fawkes as well. He was from York, so um, definitely a possibility. Yeah, I've but, been on the um, ghost tours in York. Oh, you've done it. Yeah, and uh, that was pretty good actually. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that. I wouldn't mind giving that a go. Uh, me, I took me my wife to the York Dungeons um, for for our honeymoon. We went to York for our honeymoon, and uh, we went to York Dungeons, and she absolutely crapped her pants. So I don't know if they have those in America, but for those of you in the UK who um, who have been to to any of these dungeons, they are basically just like reenactments of things that happened throughout history, but they make them. Very, very scary, and um, I thought it was quite funny. (laughs) I thought it was well. There's one of the rooms. I'm not going to ruin it for people, but there's one of the rooms where they have a plague doctor. So um, you come out, and it's it's very dingy, very dark, and he comes out. He's dressed up as a plague doctor. Um, He takes the mask off. He starts talking to everyone, Um, and then all the lights go out, and I could see where he was. He was stood right next to my wife and um when the lights come back on he was stood right there and she, she absolutely jumped out of her skin it was one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my life um i thought that was hilarious she didn't find it very funny believe it or not but i did she and then the problem with being quite a big bloke you're almost pushed to the front as yeah. you have to lead the way because they don't tell you where to go so it's like um a map of rooms and they don't tell you which room to go to next you just have to assume that you're going the right way so as soon as i walk in one direction everyone sort of fell in a line behind me and that was quite quite amusing and to think that i people thought i knew where i was going but i i had no idea and then they went into one room where it was a torturer's room and uh Obviously, with it being York, the the first question is: There anyone from Lancaster here, Lancashire? Um, obviously, no one volunteers. And then uh, he went round and and said to people, you know, I want you to say this, I want you to say that. So everyone had to say certain sentence, um, and he so he could deduce if anyone was from Lancashire. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah. he heard my voice. He went, he's from London, and then they put me in a cage. <laughs> they put you in a cage and lock you up and show you all the little torture devices that they're going to use and it's it's a good experience um that always reminds me of when, like when i think of especially somewhere like hampton court and you go back to henry the eighth obviously i digressed a little bit there but there was a point to the story but when you go back to um this time in history back to the 1500s you that experience that you get that I know it's obviously you know you're not going to be hurt, but you still have that little bit of a fear there, and that fear um, it does stay. I think that's something that people can, uh, 
if you do get a chance to go to one of these dungeons, you can almost you can almost sort of assume that that fear that you have, that split second, because you do have that split second of fear that is this the end of my life? And it's I mean it's probably half a second, a millisecond, something like that. But you notice it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that that fear is something that people in Hampton Court would have lived with every time Henry had a bad mood. Do you know what I mean? It was that sort of a, especially his wives. I mean, what he, about you know Bletchley Park? Yes, yes. Right? Which is obviously famous for the Enigma machine, which was designed by Alan Turing. Mm. The code breaking machine. Yeah, and it's what won us the war. Yeah, well, apparently, when I came across this the other day, that people, again, but they'll go on ghost tours in this place now, they'll take you down there, and like most ought to have been there and all that stuff. But, people still see ghosts down there to this day. So it's another one of these, like, like you're saying about this Hampton Court, it's another place like this where people go on, not not necessarily ghost tours, they go on tours of the place to see how yeah. the co-breakers lived and all that sort of stuff but run into ghosts and apparently Alan Turing was known for chaining his coffee mug to the radiator right and okay why I no idea exactly so Someone everyone was stayed. like you know it was like a, a quirk that he had but no one really understood the reason for it that is until um Two employees who returned to Station X, which was called, in 2011, right, to start up, uh, to basically start the machine and get it working to show people how it would go. Um, they were sent there by GCHQ to basically, they were going to send them some codes, they were going to decipher them for, for the people to look at, just to see how it was all going right. But anyway, um, when they returned to the room, the coffee was missing. Their coffee had just gone. So right. they both came in with coffee coffee mugs, gone. So now they're thinking, well, everyone knows these stories about him chaining his coffee mug up, and these two guys' coffee mugs go, right? But coffee mugs would also fall to the floor when no one was near them, and coffee supplies, so actual, the actual coffee, Nescafe, that was sat on the side, just vanish. Um, I hate Now, obviously, this place is kept locked up, so when people go in there, it's not open to the public all the time, obviously. Mm. It's got to be opened up by... People yeah. with keys. And these two guys were the only people on site that had the key to this room. Um, and yet, like I say, when they went in there, the coffee was missing. Not only that, but they sort of go in there, the coffee was missing. They'd be like, fuck's sake, you know, we'll have to go down the road to get a coffee or whatever. And when they come back, a piping hot coffee would be on the table. Mm. You know what I mean? That sort of stuff. And obviously, they're assuming from this that um, Alan must have known something yeah. down there because obviously he spent a lot of time in there um, and that hence why he was locking his cup up but he wouldn't have told anybody ah you know why are you changing that to the to the radiator well, obviously didn't tell yeah, anybody because someone's nicking it that's why um, that's quite a cool little story that yeah, yeah uh... well it says despite sh- uh, stocking up on coffee supplies at the start of the week the employees were shocked to find that it had disappeared multiple times and only they had the key on multiple occasions, over the next few days, the two colleagues would go to the uh, room to find that a fresh batch of coffee had been brewed and was scalding hot. 
To make things even more creepy, the machine was switched off at the mains, and neither of them had seen anyone else enter their office. Eh, uh, I look. Oh, obviously they assumed that they'd be faulty, but it was just turned off at the mains. That's mental. That's proper, proper weird. That it's just, and it kind of makes sense that obviously he's chaining his coffee cup to the wall if he's, if that's yeah. what's happening. Yeah, night even. I mean, ghosts have been seen as far back there as the nineteen fifties. So, bearing in mind it was built for the war, Second World War, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's one here like a. Again, it's 1950. People would report seeing a ghostly woman in a green apron pushing a trolley through the medical quarters before disappearing through a door. Hmm. That's quite strange. Yeah. You, you tend to find they just, like, the ghosts just... Well, ghosts that... Other ghosts have been seen there that don't speak English. Do you reckon she was selling stuff like Harry Potter? When they're going through again? No, she was... No. It was a it was a medical supply yeah, it was one. A gurney thing. Oh, oh I, I got a completely the wrong yeah, image but there. No, it wasn't. It, it did have a mis, um, or next door to it. The RAF base had a uh, a medical wing, and people that go on tours there have seen ghosts join the join the tour. So they'll be walking around the group, and they join the join tour, and it'll be a foreign accent, um, and the, the guy can't speak English and that, and they think it was some of the prisoners of war that were taken there. Oh uh, yeah, that could be. Yeah, so, yeah, I can believe that. That's my quite... shit. But I've, I've, when you was talking about Hampton Court and the that woman that was in the, you know, the, the remains were were found. It reminded me of a story um, about that guy that was walled up out our way. So I'm, I'm going to try if I can find that and I'll present it to you. Yeah, that sounds right. interesting. You present. Got my fucking wear on it. You're going to present it to me. Yeah. And now who's now who's saying the dodgy things? Yeah, you go. Yeah, have that. It's an interesting story because, like I say, people do see this ghost, and mm. and nobody could understand. Again, I'll get into the story when I get into the story. I don't want to no, no, don't to spoil it. it. Don't no. spoil it. Oh boy, yeah, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying nothing. Too late. Yeah. So, yeah. So let us know what you think. Has anyone actually been to Hampton Court? Because I'm assuming some of some of the people listening. It's possible someone's been to Hampton yeah, well, Court. A lot of I... listeners are from London. Yeah, I've never actually been. But... I drive past it every other month, but mm. I've I've not actually been in. Um, so if anyone's been, anyone's had a a strange well, feeling. If anyone's been anywhere where and what purposely was a ghost tour, maybe, mm. um, and maybe they had an experience or. The place is just interesting in general. Yeah. Uh, then let us know because obviously, if you let us know, we'll do it on the show. Yeah. So if you found it interesting, other people will find it interesting. Yeah. So if you let us know, I don't know. Say you went to Gettysburg or something. I don't mm, know. Whatever. That's, but that's, that's on my to do list. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, anything like that. If you, if anyone's ever been somewhere, yeah, get. You can either come on the show. We always have, you know, we're always happy to have guests on and tell us your story yourself rather than us us or telling it. Or record it yourself. Yeah, or record it yourself, send it across. Email or... it, that's not difficult these no. days. No, there's always a way you can get in touch, but yeah, definitely get in touch with us because... But if there's a, you know, if there's just a place, you know, have you ever heard of the, the ghosts of such and such a place? We probably haven't. No. If it's outside the UK, we probably won't have come across it. No. So if you know about it and you want to let us know about it, Kieran is sharing. 
then yeah you said it the wrong way around sharing is caring <laughs> dyslexica <laughs> dyslexica <laughs> Oh no, I snorted. No, I'm sounding like my mum. My mum does that when she laughs, she snorts. It's like oh, an old yeah. woman. <laughs> well, but that's it for this. This was just yeah. a little quick fire. Well, you know, you say quick fire, we're on 40 minutes. Well, so it was meant to be quick fire. It was supposed to be yeah. like a 20 minute episode. Just drag the but... ass out of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds like every episode we do, to be <laughs> honest. Let's just drag it out. But yeah, so uh, get in touch. How do we get in touch, Lee? Uh, email. Email, Can, which is? Yeah, that's possible. It's. Uh, supernaturalpod at gmail.com <laughs> did you forget that yeah. well there is other ones available <laughs> um, but supernatural pod all one word at gmail.com yeah again or, that should be in the description to be fair yeah it normally is or, or Facebook get us on Facebook yeah. I mean Facebook's so much easier Most I'm, I'm Lee Solway you're Dan Gamblin yeah Daniel so, Daniel Gamblin on there yeah yeah, um, yeah. yeah so obviously it's only you northerners that call me Dan yeah well, there you Dan, go. I mean, Danny, oh, where's that one come from? Don't know. That's but, a northern thing. I never, I've never been called Danny in my life, and I come up here and everyone's like, "Oh, Danny, Danny," and I'm like, "Fucking Daniel." That's not the worst thing we call you. But I think, um, <laughs> yeah, we're in, no, we're on there. We're, we're pretty easy to find on there, yeah. so you can direct messages on there. You don't yeah, have yeah, to post direct. it. I mean, post it to a group if you like, but you can just direct messages. That's no problem. Mm. Time, any time of day. I have Americans texting me at like three in the morning. Do you have that? No, oh, fans starting outside. Um, no, I I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I have to put my phone on silent. Sometimes. sometimes I'm awake and I reply. Otherwise, I get it in the morning. But yeah. I'm not bothered. It's just no, no, no. We we'll yeah, reply. Just text us whenever you want. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes uh, I won't reply for a day or two. Well, work, sometimes we're asleep. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, definitely, we'll we'll definitely get back to you as soon as we can. So uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see you on the other side. Well, they've gone. No, just for now wasn't the right time for us to meet but there'll be other nights other stars for us to watch they'll be back <laughs>